What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. It's Monday, June 22nd, sure 2020. <laughs> we get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. <laughs> we certainly thought we would. We definitely did. Um, that was the intent. And we are in a Groundhog Day situation <laughs> because this is the third intro we've recorded for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The um, first time I forgot to turn the Zoom on. No, the first time you forgot the date. Oh, this is the fourth. It sure is. This is the fourth version of this podcast because the first time I forgot the date, so we restarted. Mm-hmm. The second time I didn't turn, <laughs> after we restarted, I didn't turn the i didn't record yeah so we recorded about 10 and a half minutes of nothing yeah we was just yeah then we restarted again we did the whole podcast we recorded for over an hour Mm -hmm. only to realize that uh my mic mic wasn't wasn't on on. yeah yeah Yeah. so um if you want to hear david's half of the podcast i'm not i'm never releasing that i'm that's like a great failure in my life now no it's it's tragic though because we both we finished that and we're like that was great it was funny yeah we were it was good it was quick it was with like you know we, we we had a good time and and we fucked it up <laughs> <laughs> we not we you did a wonderful job I messed up and didn't do my job. It was like the first time you never checked the audio beforehand. I just, we plugged everything in. I just. No, I. I don't. And honestly, I don't know what. I don't understand. Like, I don't know why your mic, your mic was plugged in. Mm -hmm. It it was just using a different XLR cable. And just plugging that in with that cable Mm -hmm. instead of the other one. But the other cable is fine because we use the other cable for our Twitch streams. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand. But they're both on, hopefully now. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you in the headphones that I'm now wearing. Great, great. Perfect. Oh my god. It's now twelve fifteen. Yeah, so it really is Monday the twenty second. It it is. This yeah. is the first time we've recorded the podcast on the day that it's released. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> um, you know, I'm all right. It's uh so it was father's day um and you know we, we're, we're doing a father's day themed episode well, yeah because i've been playing last of us two all weekend mm-hmm. and Clarice has heard me say this multiple times because we've <laughs> recorded this exact podcast deja vu but um yeah i've been playing last of us and joel the protagonist from the first last of us game and is uh the, the whole second game is about the consequences of his actions mm-hmm. in the first one mm-hmm. uh and the way that ellie has to bear the sins of her father figure because joel's yes. not her real father and um just uh been thinking a lot about dads and and the the impact they have on our life and yeah joel is not a great one he tries but he, he loves ellie you yes. know like the love is there the desire to be a good father is there yeah absolutely. the execution is maybe what's failing him mm-hmm. but the game is really excellent yeah the game is incredible it's i mean unfortunately it's not something i will ever get to play because i just 
can't handle zombies um but i've been really enjoying watching you stream it because i kind of get to experience the storyline of it and the characters mm-hmm. and everything without the anxiety of possibly <laughs> being murdered by a zombie at any point in time <laughs> which is the anxiety that i am bearing the brunt of yeah as evidenced by the jump scare clips that people have oh. gotten from my stream yeah yeah if you want to if you want to see some quality clipped content well we'll do a compliment compilation Compilation. Com- compilation. Compilation. That's the one. A compilation, sure. as the French Canadians would say. <laughs> um, but I'm loving the game. It's it is it's hard to play. It's so visceral, and the graphics are so high quality. Yeah. That, like killing someone in the game feels like you're killing someone. It's wild. Yeah, it's heavy. It's it's it's, you know, I'm sure it's tough to play because it's tough to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a moment on stream last night where I killed a dog for the first time in the game, mm-hmm. and I had a like, I think visibly on screen you could see like I had a reaction to that moment. Yeah, and yeah. it shocked me. It it really like, Naughty Dog, funny that that's their name, but <laughs> um they, they they're trying to tell a story about hate, or at least that's what they said. Their their story is based on hate, and um it's full of hatred and it's mm-hmm. full of anger. And what I think makes it suc- successful is that there's so many different kinds of hatred and so many different levels of hatred in the game. Yeah. There's very small hatreds. Like uh, at the beginning, Ellie has this interaction with a man who had been rude to her the night before because she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of small hate. And then there's the full-blown hate of like, you killed this person who's important to me. So now I'm going to go on a crusade to murder you yeah and everyone in my way on the path to you literally yeah literally everything everyone massacre and so having those the having the spectrum of hatred be the storytelling device for a story about hatred mm -hmm. um gives it a lot of complexity and a lot of depth in a way that i i'm loving and i love it but tonight i streamed divinity 2 yep yeah we did you. our first um joint stream <laughs> even though i had said that i was going to keep streaming last of us but i needed mm-hmm. a break yep. i was like you know what this is this is weighing on me yeah it's it's not exactly the happiest time in the world right now yeah i need something that's a little bit more fun mm-hmm. which is funny because we ended up slaughtering innocent civilians in divinity yeah um, but you know divinity it, it feels very different it does it's much less realistic and it's mm-hmm. not bloody and gory i mean it's l- pixels killing pixels yeah yeah as opposed to there's no pixels in last of us 2 no there it's is. seamless it's beautiful yeah. like stunning it's i like watching it is like watching a movie you yeah, know when there aren't when there aren't human characters on screen because that's the only time where it looks like a video game yeah when it's just the background it looks real like seattle mm-hmm. looks like someone messed up seattle yep and it is i mean there's there, you know obviously there would be way more starbucks but um <laughs> it's it's gorgeous i and yeah the the image that always sticks with me is like the blood on the snow yeah, and like that how, blizzard in the first level yeah just how incredibly well done mm-hmm. the visuals are the rain the rain is mm-hmm. i've never seen rain like it in a video game yeah um, but so Last of Us 2 got us thinking about dads and our relationship with dads in fictional settings. Mm-hmm. And so we thought <laughs> that we would do the Daddy Awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you 
keep saying daddy. Yeah, you keep What's doing funny that. is at the end of the last podcast that we recorded, you know, the one that we recorded 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You were like, I can't wait to never hear you say daddy again. And here we are. <laughs> and now you have to listen to it again for... For another... Mm, however long we end up going. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is last time it was fun because we didn't know each other's answers. I know. So now we, we kind of already know the answers. But... We, we came up with four categories. We were like, who's the best dad, the best fictional dad? Mm-hmm. Who's the worst fictional dad? Mm-hmm. Who's the person you would want to be your dad? Which is different than best. Yeah, yeah, because they don't have to already be a dad. You know, like it's, it could be anyone that you would want to be mm-hmm. your father figure. And who's your daddy? <laughs> God. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Clark, remind me, who is the best dad in fiction? Okay, so... I had said that um, I think the best dad is Arthur Weasley Mm -hmm. from Harry Potter. Um, And, you know, I think he is, he he is so caring and loving and supportive and, um, you know, he, he just feels like such a dad. Like, Mm -hmm. That is his role. But not a daddy. No. He feels like no, a dad. No, no, not a daddy. Yeah. Um, He's a father. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, the you know, his the way he interacts with his own children and with Harry, who is basically his adoptive son, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And he does his best. And, you know, he puts his life in jeopardy for his children. He nearly mm-hmm. dies in the fifth book. Um, and, and the sixth and the seventh. And- well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, that is my nomination for mm-hmm. best fictional dad. And I, yeah, I, I, it's hard to disagree with that because he represents so much of what a good father is. Mm-hmm. The way that he treats his wife. He's mm-hmm. not just a good dad to his kids, but he's also like a good partner. Yeah. He's yeah. a kind man. Mm-hmm. He's not just good to his family. He's good to everyone. He lives Truly. that example of being like a good person no matter where he is in the world yep and i think that that's that can be really tough i think it can be really easy to be a good person with the people you love Mm -hmm. but to carry that over into everything you do and to carry that over into your relationships with people that you struggle with Mm -hmm. um, it really goes to show your true character mm -hmm. i went a little bit different (laughs) my best dad my favorite dad Mm -hmm. uh is zeus but not every zeus because zeus is a bad dad yes zeus zeus might zeus is an all-time bad dad like he could be in the conversation like record bad dad oh yeah and he's even he's an even worse husband than he is a dad most of the time yep but in the animated movie hercules from disney i can go the distance that one right there (laughs) zero to hero the gospel truth is that zeus is a great (laughs) father because you know what he loves his son Mm -hmm. he is distraught when he's taken away from him and like Mm -hmm. that's not zeus's fault it's it's not zeus's actions yeah you could you could say that zeus's hubris leads hades on the path that he goes on yeah but he's he he really he cares for herc and when herc comes back into his life as a young adult Mm -hmm. what does he give hercules a pegasus (laughs) Is there a better gift in this world than being like, son, here is a flying horse. I guess Arthur Weasley does make a flying car available to his kids. (laughs) 
doesn't give it to them. They get they, it. Yeah, they definitely take advantage of it. They steal that car. Yeah. Um. To yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. I remember I was traumatized the first time I read Harry Potter too. What? Really? Yeah, and just the idea of being locked in the oh. the house with the bars. Like yeah. I just remember that the opening image of that being so visceral for me mm-hmm. because I was like, "That's that is a level of twisted that." Yeah, that's the, the, the Vernon Dursley, all time bad. Bad dad. dad, bad dad, right there. All time bad dad. But um, yeah, Zeus, man, in that movie, he's just fun. He's jovial. It's rip torn, <laughs> giving one of the best vocal performances of all time absolutely he's he is i think i said this earlier but he is as if like a dad working outside on a cabin was also a cherub and he like blends <laughs> the line between those two things yep um he uh, hmm. i just can't he brings a smile to my face in every scene he's in in that movie yeah and he's even like he's getting like caught up in the lava with the titans (laughs) and he's still been kind of like a smarmy jackass about it and i just love that energy from him yeah 100 percent. but yeah i think that i i think you brought the better dad to the table here because arthur weasley is a full-on dad yeah he's a day in and day out yeah i mean like if you if you're taking zeus specifically from the, the you know the disney animated version of that story you know it's it's great but i think that if you go if you if you follow any like if you follow the mythology or any other storyline that includes zeus in it maybe not the best dad i i mean if if we're looking at numbers he's the best dad you mean how many children he's had yeah zeus he's busy zeus is, yeah that is the more polite way to say what i was gonna say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah zeus gets around yeah which is why he's probably not the best husband mm. <laughs> Hera, to be fair not also great gets either. around yeah yeah not great either it's ancient um, greece people sleep with anything yeah yeah loki turns into a goat i think what that's north mythology i'm mixing things up yeah we've had this full conversation before and so i can't keep things straight <laughs> anymore yeah I cannot believe we're re-recording an entire podcast. Yeah. yeah you and know. we streamed before this. So we've been talking constantly since... For about... For over five, five hours. Five hours, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's what the tea is for. I need more tea. <laughs> I'm going to need some tea after this. Yeah, 100%. Um. All right, so let's go on to the worst dad. Well, who won? You did. Yeah. You, Arthur Weasley is the best dad. <laughs> yeah. Arthur Weasley is like all time dad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So worst dad. Oh God. Yeah. 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 You go first. Who's your Who's your bad dad? All right. So I went with the Lord Denethor, steward of Gondor from the Lord of the Rings. I love that you say his whole name every time. Well, you know, I if I say Denethor. Some people who are not, like, diehard Lord of the Rings fans may not remember his name. Oh, no. But, like, and maybe it's just because I've heard you say his name 19 times in the last hour. <laughs> but you always say Lord Denethor, Stuart of, Stuart of Gondor. Like, you, he Lord is. of the Rings is so important to you that you are <laughs> yeah. willing to put respect on his name, his fictional name. Yes. And I can respect that. Yeah. You, you don't disrespect the fandom. You don't disrespect the fandom. <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings. But yeah, no, he is the worst dad. So for those of you who are not as familiar with it, he has two sons. 
Boromir and Faramir. And um, he loves Boromir very much. And he hates Faramir because his mother died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, when we recorded this before, we talked about... Y- you were like, how ridiculous is that? Because in, you know, in a world without modern medicine, that wouldn't be terribly uncommon. It would be... It wouldn't even be terribly uncommon. It would be wildly common. Yeah. Like, you would... And the, we we need, at some point we need to stop bringing up that we've recorded the podcast before. But <laughs> dang it, we recorded the podcast before. But you would you would live in a world where like a a significant portion of the women that you knew mm-hmm. would die that way. Yeah. And I the only and I'm not bringing that up to make light of it. I I'm not trying. I'm not saying like it's a bad story beat because it's just the reality of that time period is that Mm. the reality of the majority of human history is that a good percentage of women died in childbirth Mm -hmm. thankfully and wonderfully we've moved on past that and modern medicine for the majority of the world Mm -hmm. has um really improved those numbers Mm -hmm. but for characters in these fictional settings to always have this motivation of being mad at the child and blaming them for something that's as pervasive in their society as that would be always seems weird to me yeah yeah because yeah denethor hates faramir even though he's literally an infant that extended edition scene oh god it it gets me it really gets me even that that moment where Denethor is losing his mind mm-hmm. and he thinks he sees Boromir behind Faramir and he oh, yeah. looks at him and he's like my son mm-hmm. and Faramir's like what hmm? and then and then the moment passes and you know he's the hated one again it just be, like it yeah that was, I'm like I can't even well, imagine and what I think is really successful about the storytelling of those moments is that there is something to be said for those father-son relationships where all the son wants is the father's approval because he's never gotten it. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's made clear that Faramir is willing to do anything, including go on a suicide mission. He's, he's willing to die for his father's approval. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Not even love. And Just approval. Conditioning your son to be comfortable with that makes you a bad dad. Bad dad. 100% bad dad all around. But I've got a worse dad. All right, lay it on me. Sheev Palpatine, which, what's the, I think the saddest part about the audio in your mic not working in the last version of this podcast, which we just recorded just before this. I don't in know. In case if, you didn't. In case you don't know. Yeah. Ariel was unaware of the fact that <laughs> Sheev's Palpatine, Sheev Palpatine's name is Sheev Palpatine. Sheev Palpatine. Yeah. And this was news to her, and yeah. I. I, I, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we, we were saying we were going to get a dog named Sheev We're going Sheev to get Palpatine. a dog named Sheev Palpatine. <laughs> so I can be like, Sheev, get in here. Um, I wa- oh, I want to, uh, yeah, we'll get a wrinkly-faced dog. Yeah. Because, you know. Thematically, it just works. <laughs> um, But Sheev, which is a name, you know what, can I be honest? I don't remember a time in my life where I didn't know that his name was Sheev. Really? Yeah. I mean, Phantom Menace came out when I was seven. Does I read it say his name? In the in novelization Phantom? it does. Uh, and I read that. I read the novelization of Phantom Menace almost 
every day after that movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I just yeah. because I didn't have access to the movie right away. I saw it in theaters and I didn't have access, but I had the book. Right. And so I would just read and read and read the book over and over and over again. Right. Because okay. that's what I did with all books back then. I read Harry Potter like yeah thousands of times. Yep, yeah. I feel oh, that. Oh yeah. Um. And sometimes I would like just read the same chapter, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just Sheev Palpatine has been burned into my brain since I was seven. Yeah, I had no idea. Bad dad. Very bad dad. Here's why. It is implied in a comic book, which is not, you know, it's not proven, but it is implied that Sheev maybe had something to do with the force impregnating Shmi Skywalker. With the force impregnating <laughs> Shmi Skywalker. So Shmi and Sheev, that's right, Shmi and Sheev. Had a force baby. Had a force baby together, maybe. Hi- potentially. Mm-hmm. If that is true, then... In a sense, Sheev is Anakin's father. What does Sheev do to Anakin? Slowly manipulate him and turn him to the dark side of the Force, ruining his entire life, convincing him that the woman that he loves died for nothing because his children are also dead, even though they're not. He then puts him in a suit of armor, which leaves him in constant pain so that his hatred fuels the dark side of the Force in him. He tells his kind of grandson to kill his son yeah that he pushes him to the point where his grandson ultimately you know he tries to kill his grandson so his son kills him yes kind of very confusing from here on out slight spoilers for rise of skywalker Sheev is back. Sheev had an actual son who's a clone with no force skills. He mm-hmm. raised that son to have a daughter. As soon as that son had a daughter who did have the force, he sent an assassin to murder his own child. This yep. man is the worst father. He's the worst man. He's the worst thing yep. that ever happened to the galaxy. True. And that, that's that's my pitch. Yeah. He's I, a bad dad. Uh, you know what? And I think you take the cake on that one because it, like... I don't. I can't imagine it could get any worse. There's absolutely nothing redeeming about Sheev Palpatine. The only redeeming thing about Sheev Palpatine, aside from the name Sheev, which like, is it like S H E I V? I I can't. I no. I don't remember how it's spelled right now. Really? Will you look that up while I make my point? Yeah. Sheev Palpatine is played by Ian McDermott, giving the finest example of how to make a campy performance truly excellent. Mm-hmm. Ian McDermott in the Star Wars movies is giving one of the greatest villain performances of all time. And the man should win an Academy Award. They need to give him a lifetime achievement. Ian McDermott is truly remarkable. Yep. And sadly, that is the only re- redeeming thing about Sheev Palpatine. Apparently, Sheev Palpatine has been played by Seth MacFarlane? In what? I don't know. It's just on Wikipedia. It says, played by Ian McDermott, Clive Revel, Ian Abercrombie, Seth MacFarlane, and Sam Witwer. Yeah, a lot of those are voice performances. Interesting. Sam okay. Wit- or Actually, Seth MacFarlane might have played him in, in something animated. Yeah, okay. Because Seth MacFarlane is a man of many voices incredible voice work. totally but it's spelled s-h-e-e-v e-e-v that's yeah. It. Yeah, yeah yeah um that's fascinating mm-hmm. yeah so that's those are some bad dads yes very bad dads i think you win that round for sure I, he's 
terrible person. But we're going to take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And when we get back, we're going to once again talk about who we want <laughs> to be our dads. Yes. See you in a second. All right. We're back. Part two. <laughs> round two. At least we didn't get to this part of the podcast the second time we started recording. <laughs> How many times are we going to bring it up? <laughs> Until we feel better about it, I think. Which I'm never going to. Yeah, I, yeah. When we're old and I'm having a hard time sleeping, it will be because of this specific podcast. <laughs> the world that will never get to hear that episode of the podcast. No, no. Because it's just me <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> Which admittedly is most of my life. Um, I just don't make people listen to it. I listen. To me talk to myself? No, I don't do it around you that much because I talk to you. Yes. I don't just sit in front of you talking to myself. No. If that's what you want, I can start doing that more. <laughs> no, no I, I thought you meant that you just talk and... no. Anyways, that's fine. <laughs> oh, man. So. Who... Would you want to be your daddy? No. No, your, your, your dad. dad who, your yeah. father. Who do you want to be your father? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I went with um, the Ant-Man, Scott Lang. The Ant-Man, Scott Lang. Yeah. Not the original Ant-Man. Um, Scott Lang is the second Ant-Man in the comics and in the movies. Okay. Well, yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you you look very confused by that are you so wait. you've seen the ant-man movie yeah yeah so you you mean you mean evangeline lily's Evangeline dad is the original ant-man yeah yeah okay okay i was just like yeah i thought i was in the comics mind. it's dark there's a oh, whole really? thing where ant-man's like very abusive to his wife's wife the wasp um which is kind of why i think they went with uh, Hank Pym is the original Ant-Man yeah. in the comics, and he, like, uh, it's bad. It's oh. this the scene, it, yeah, it's dark. Okay. And I think it's part of the reason why they went with Scott as the main Ant-Man, because I think yeah. he's a little bit cleaner, yeah. despite being a criminal and whatnot. But Yeah, but he's, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He cares. You know, he he's, he's a good dad to his daughter once he gets out of prison. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think if we go from, like, that point forward... Great dad. I would, I would love to have him as my dad because my dad would be Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be dope. You know. You'd want him to be your dad. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah, definitely. It'd be fun. You'd have ants in the house. Yeah. Wait, you know what? It, which wouldn't... I of could live with that. Of the insects that you could have in your house, yes. ants are not the worst. Ants are not the worst, for sure. We have ants in our basement right now that we're dealing with. Oh, wow. Yeah. True. Um, no, I think, I think, I just, yeah, I think having him be my dad would be awesome. I think, you know, seeing, um, him interact with his daughter is lovely. Like, Ant-Man is, uh, like, my, one of my favorite, probably my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I know that that is your opinion. Um. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I'm 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 that was mostly a joke. I I, I love the Ant Man movies. Um, I think they're both very solid. Mm-hmm. I think that of the Marvel movies, what Ant Man does really well is, um, create a strong supporting cast. 
yeah that feels fun and integral and I, I really love the way they built the world around ant-man totally um and yeah no i'm i i, I just like to <laughs> tease you about that i one. know i know because I mean, it's not cause... as serious as winter soldier yeah well um, and, and when it, when you ask people you know like marvel movie most of the time their first thought is an ant-man <laughs> i know which is weird because like those movies are just they're a delight s- yeah they're so good they're so fun to watch it's the same thing when people ask me about solo the star wars movie mm. i'm always like you know what it's delightful it's a fun watch you're the first person i've heard say that so i like it so much but we're not here to talk about solo we're talking scott lang and the thing i want to the the point that i brought up the first time we recorded this <laughs> um is you get to be stinger yeah. Like if you're 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 an Ant-Man, you're Scotland's daughter, you get to grow up to be a superhero. Hell yeah. All your own, you get to be Stinger and that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like who I, doesn't want to have a lineage as a superhero? Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's like best case scenario. Couple downsides. Your father does spend a significant chunk of your childhood in prison. He mm-hmm. also spends 5 years in a time vortex not knowing that you're aging. Oh, yeah. That um, sucks. So, like, there's downsides. Yeah, but, you know, they make for good stories to tell the nieces and nephews. The nieces and nephews, too. Yeah. <laughs> remember funny. that time? Remember that time when the where... world just kind of fell apart for five years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because of some superhero stuff that we don't really know about because the government <laughs> covered it up, probably. Yeah, weird. Um, that's what, I want the Marvel movie that talks about, like, what people actually know like citizens yeah because yeah like what's on the news yeah. yeah yeah like what what part of thanos's snap do people do people know who thanos is yeah do they understand what's going on has that like... been put out there um we both kind of chose somewhat criminal father figures for this yeah which is interesting because i feel like it speaks to the like sense of adventure that you and i both maybe <laughs> yearn for why we enjoy these fictional stories so much yeah because my dad is mal reynolds (laughs) captain of the serenity in the firefly universe yeah just because i just want to be a western you know cowboy smuggler space pirate (laughs) yeah and i feel like i could learn the ropes from the best oh god yeah yeah and then you know you i mean it would be a tough life but it would certainly not be a dull life, that's for sure. And you know what? I That's not a trade-off I'm sure I'm willing to make, but it's <laughs> one I would consider making. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, you just, like, Mal Reynolds, you teach you how to you, you have a way with the ladies. You'd be able to, like, I, hold your liquor. He would teach me how to have a, sen- a, a full sentence. Yeah. Unlike I, what you just did. I, you know what? I, I <laughs> definitely struggled to get that out. But it's fine. I, but I think it's because you were trying to remember how you phrased it. The first time. The first time. <laughs> yeah. Which I also struggled getting out. So. This, <laughs> this weird deja vu is... um. I don't know if this is going to be entertaining to anyone else, but this is so weirdly funny to me doing this because <laughs> my brain is like on fire right now. Okay. Because I, it's so weird because I don't know how to respond to what you're saying without like trying to repeat what I said earlier, but I want to make it fresh. I want it to yeah. feel like a conversation instead of like we're reciting <laughs> a 
class project we didn't properly prepare for. <laughs> oh, shit. We have to present this. Uh, okay. Well, you talk about this and... <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going live in hours at this point. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Flying by Cedar Pants, Mal Reynolds. Yeah. What a segue that was. Um, I'm just going to pat myself on the back a little bit. Live on air. Jeez. But not live because... Well, it's, it's been a week of technical difficulties. Oh God, yeah. We we don't even need to get into that, but like, wow. Um, <laughs> all right, so we've got Mal Reynolds or Scott Lang. Yeah. As the two most wanted dads. Truly, you know yeah. what? Most wanted, and we want them. Yeah, that, that works. That, I I just thought of that on the spot. That was not in the. That was not recording. in the first one. This yeah. is why you re-record <laughs> the exact same thing twice. Because sometimes you get good singers, and there. sometimes you get dad jokes out of it. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> especially when we're talking about dads. Yeah, I think you win that round though. Scott Lang is at least like present fair even from prison yeah yeah you know and he yeah he really wants to be a good dad i don't know how mal would react to being a father that's true he yeah mm -hmm. he's not a dad yeah um he kind of has daddy energy but he doesn't really have dad energy yeah he's got like you can stay on the ship as long as you don't make things harder for me energy yeah yeah literally um like wash has more dad energy but um that's true he may not be around for other reasons wow wow <laughs> we are not no i hey, don't want to shed some tears i'm a leaf on the wind watch him <laughs> soar all right i'm out that used to be the um text at the bottom of my website really <laughs> yeah just because i was i would always wonder if someone would ever like recognize it and call me out on it no one ever did Hmm. that's tragic yeah alan tudyk yeah the star of every modern disney movie really yeah they they it's like a running gag that he voices a character in like every animated movie so he's the voice of the chicken in moana he's the voice of um what? yeah alan tudyk has a voice part in like every disney animated movie in the last 10 years it's uh, like a running gag he he's voicing something wow what so, is he in frozen uh he's um weselton the duke of weselton oh wow yeah that's hilarious yeah it's it's just this weird he's just yeah sure why not he makes the clucking noises of hey hey i i cracks me up because yeah and obviously he's k2so in rogue one um yeah obviously the droid mm-hmm Claris <laughs> Dracaris. You keep calling me that, and I feel like most of the people listening to our podcast are not going to get that. Ariel Edwards. <laughs> How do you not know who voices K2SO? I just... Um, the the sassiest of all the droids. Yeah, I just am bad with names. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm good at pictures. You're like, this person. I'm like, oh, yeah, that person. Wash. From Firefly. Yes. No, I'm 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 with you. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Now that final round, my gatekeeping of nerddom is done. <laughs> Clarice Dracaris, Ariel Edwards, mm -hmm. co-host of the Nerdy Nightly podcast. Mm -hmm. Who's your daddy? God. 
How many times do I have to hear you say it like that? Only a few more. We're almost done the second recording of this podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So I... It, because it came up earlier and I thought it was a good fit. I would say that my fictional daddy is Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> specifically as played by ewan mcgregor yes ewan mcgregor's obi-wan kenobi mm. which mm. is funny because my daddy <laughs> is albus dumbledore yeah specifically played by jude law yeah and it's funny like we, we were talking about it and it's and they're i think we have the same taste in men because they're very similar mm-hmm. <laughs> um like similar hair coloring similar facial hair similar kind of swagger in a way mm-hmm. like you know definite daddy energy mm-hmm. there yeah fit mm-hmm. mentors mm-hmm. um oh yeah yeah goatees yeah a yeah. little bit of that like power position like you you know it's power position what? okay <laughs> hello there <laughs> Oh man, yo! Like I'm, I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, yeah, yeah. and no, I'm not going there. I was just going with the whole <laughs> <laughs> master thing, and then I was like, you know what? We're just, we're not, we're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. I'm sorry, guys. Daddy's bad enough. We're not going all the way to master. No, 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 no. But yeah, um, uh, Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. has mad daddy energy. You know who else kind of has daddy energy? Who? Mufasa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mufasa. But it's just James Earl Jones's voice. Because you know yep. who else has daddy energy? Darth Vader. But it's the it's like ninety <laughs> percent voice. See, and yeah, I I can't. Whenever I think of Darth Vader, I think of the end of Return of the Jedi when he takes that mask off, and I'm like, mm-hmm. not a daddy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You know, but if that the voice, I I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mad Daddy energy, but yeah, Dumbledore is a good one. I yeah. He just it's 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 the vest with the shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Ooh yeah. Is like okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't expect to be so aroused at a Harry Potter film. <laughs> that's not that's not what I go to these movies for. Yeah. Is to have my sexuality challenged by <laughs> Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, of all people. Specifically as played by Jude Law. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you, though. This is hot. Because here's the thing. Michael Gambon and Richard Harris, both talented, attractive men. I'm not... But the their outfits as Dumbledore, mm-hmm. not as form-fitting. Maybe maybe not as chic. Yeah, a little um, breezier definitely breezier they're the kind of outfit that let you know that man is probably naked underneath yeah yeah it's like i put on my fanciest bathrobe after i got out of the shower and this is what we're sticking with i could wear this to bed right now and i would have no problem they're just wearing night shirts oh yeah all the time but like shiny sequined velvety velvety purple with tassels on them Mm mm-hmm Oh, tassels, mm-hmm. sequins, mm-hmm. glitter. Yeah, it definitely doesn't scream daddy to me. No, but that vest look. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the scene where he's leaning on the desk and the 
Wizengamot. I don't know. <laughs> the the Aurors come in. I don't actually know who they are. But the, the government officials come into his his uh, little classroom and he's leaning on the desk. And he's like, yeah, you try and arrest me. <laughs> yeah, I'm comfortable in handcuffs. Yeah, he definitely knows his way around a pair of handcuffs. That's <laughs> for sure. I'd put money on that. Wow. <laughs> I'd bet like, you know, you know what? two sickles. J.K. Rowling might answer that question for you on Twitter because she's willing to say pretty much anything there apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Oh, what a like. Oh wow! It's it's been it's it's been a, a pretty terrible few weeks for Harry Potter fans, but um, you know. It's not the first time she's done it too, which is I know. Wild. It's it's yeah, absolutely tragic. I just I my my thing, and for those of you who don't know, uh, J.K. Rowling has tweeted some rather transphobic things, mm-hmm. and. I, you know, I think you and I are, it's not difficult for us to say that we're supporters of the trans community and we don't yeah. stand with what she said. And, mm-hmm. um, I think what's so fascinating about it is that Harry Potter is a franchise about acceptance yeah. and it's about fighting tyranny and about accepting who you are. Like being muggle born is such a like difficult road for some characters in these books. And it's mm-hmm. about their journey into accepting that and, Hermione's journey throughout the books is so much about an identity yeah and it's um so odd to me to see someone who managed to write this eight seven book eight movie magnum opus on anti-bullying yeah take a stance that just seems so antithetical to what her beliefs seem to be yeah yeah it's very confusing I don't know. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, and so it's 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 um it's been weird because you know I, Harry Potter is such a huge part of my life, and mm-hmm. now there's this weird asterisk on it, and I don't. Yeah. I it's... I don't think that her opinions take away from the lessons that I got from those books. Yeah. And I think that uh, you know there's things about them that I'm going to still love, and um. I'm I'm going to continue to take the lessons above being a good person from those books and I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to treat people the way that I think those books have led me towards thinking I should treat people mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, yeah, the opinions th- of one person. Yeah, I think the lessons in those books, you know, especially about acceptance are so important and I'm really glad that... Uh, you know, a lot of people grew up with that story in their lives and yeah. y- that it influenced them. And, yeah. And, th- and that it's created so much good. Like, I've had so many wonderful experiences in my life because of Harry Potter. Um, yeah. yeah, really. From the Quidditch World Cup I got to go to in New York, which was <laughs> just an incredible community experience. Um, to listening to Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, a really wonderful podcast mm-hmm. that I've been, you know, they're on the seventh book. Like we're coming to the end of that one, which is wild to me. And there's, it's, it, I feel like from a community perspective, that book has brought so much positivity into the world. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's really just a shame to see that uh, the person whose name is on that is not... Uh, 
continuing to shepherd the community the way that she once was. Yep. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it sucks to see a platform like Twitter be a place where, you know, these sort of difficult ideas are getting spread. And I feel like there's not a lot of, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, it, it's tough. I think it's, it's tough to have to challenge the things that you saw as being wholly good. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's a lot of like love and admiration and things like that for, you know, the series and mm-hmm. as a whole. And now we kind of have to look at it a little differently. And that's tough because it's been a part of so many of our lives for so mm-hmm. many years. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to get all uh I, I we didn't even bring that up in the first one that was an entirely new conversation <laughs> yeah we but I went dark at the end of the last podcast too and yeah. we had to dig out of that yeah yeah um well you know we're following a structure I guess because it, it worked <laughs> yeah but um, should I just ask more dark questions more oh difficult God. things to answer no no <laughs> definitely not well you know save that for future podcasts <laughs> oh god yeah um yeah any okay so any honorable mentions yes dads yes um oh let me try and remember my honorable mention for daddy was oh shoot i don't remember I actually don't remember. It was only like 45 minutes ago. I know. But... What the hell? Um, okay, you think of one while I remember. Oh, no. Wait. Uh, bad Dad. Oh, I, I said Darth Vader. Bad Dad. Voldemort. Voldemort as Bad, bad Dad. Because yeah. uh, he's a father and a cursed child. Um, with the aug- augury? Ar- ar- aug- augury? I can't remember how it's pronounced. <laughs> um, the fake diggory. Jeez. <laughs> Wow. Elrond, a father. Mm-hmm. A good father. Not the worst. Yeah, he's good. He definitely... Difficult by human standards, but by elf standards, probably a good dad. Yeah, yeah. His 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 actions and motives and everything, they're, It's he's very understandable, like, mm-hmm. relatable character, I guess, in a certain way. Elrond, kind of a daddy. Mm-hmm. When he's in that armor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Um... Oh, man, it's going to bug me. Who did I say? You know who has crazy dad energy? Who? Um, in not, Thinking about Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne in Ant-Man and the Wasp. He plays Goliath. The, oh, like, yeah. The way that he takes care of her. Yep. Crazy dad energy. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know what? Not a fictional character. Who I would love to be my dad? Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, dude absolutely. Seems, dude just seems like... Oh, I, 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 uh, I'm not going to bring that up on the podcast. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's there's some things that we save for off the pod. Mm-hmm. And I think this one's coming to an end. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that much shorter than the last one. Really? Yeah. I can't remember who my honorable mention daddy was. I can't remember either. Damn it. I don't even remember what You know who has franchise. daddy energy? Who? Henry Cavill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, you know who else? Mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman. 
Black Panther. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daddy energy right there. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I can't. Michael, um, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> In Creed, when he's like, he's got dad energy and daddy energy at the same time yeah michael b jordan in every movie kind of has like all the energies yeah dude is a tour de force yeah for sure i love him so much oh okay it's gonna bug the crap out of you i'm gonna be so upset i can't even go back into the audio of the other one and find out what you said because your mic wasn't on (laughs) i know yeah you can't hear me okay i'm like trying to i'm like trying to go through my head i'm like what were the it wasn't star wars it wasn't star trek we didn't bring up any dads from star trek i know i was trying to think of it and like patrick stewart kind of has daddy energy you know what I mean? Like, he'd, like, lay you down on a nice, like, bearskin rug in front of a fire <laughs> and pour you just, like, a delicate Chianti. Mm-hmm. But he would, like, pour a little bit on your chest and then, like, slowly lick it up. <laughs> Am I getting too graphic for the podcast? I don't know. Not if we put, like, an 18 plus on the... I feel like I'm, like, verging into, like, r slash gone wild audio on Reddit. <laughs> don't go into that subreddit. I won't. That was a mistake. Okay, it wasn't Star Wars. It wasn't it Star wasn't Trek. Those, no. It was not Harry Potter. No. Although oh, Sirius... Honorary mentioned Bad Dad, Lucius Malfoy. Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Sirius Black gives Mad Daddy energy, though. Mad Daddy energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, It wasn't Lord of the Rings. It wasn't a Marvel... Mm-mm. It wasn't in the MCU. What other... Like, it was a big franchise. It was like a... Uh... You know who has dad energy? Who? Ben Affleck's Batman. He has the energy (laughs) of a dad who's like, kids are a little bit grown up and he's frustrated and over it. Yeah. Yes. In Justice League, he just has that energy where he walks in and he's like, it's six o'clock in the morning. His cup of coffee is brewing, but it's not ready yet. And so Mm -hmm. everyone needs to like, that's some dad energy. And usually Ben Affleck has daddy energy, Mm -hmm. but in Justice League, he's got dad energy. Mad dad energy. I wonder... In the Snyder Cut, will he have dad energy or daddy energy? Ooh. Well, Zack we'll Snyder. That. We'll, we'll bring that up. We won't remember that, but hopefully someone who we listens might. to this will bring it up in a Twitch stream a year from now. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I don't know if I'm going to remember it and I'm really upset. Oh, you know who would be a great dad? Edward James Olmos in Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. Mm. I mean, he's a little bit law and order. He's a, he's a little bit strict, but like what a what a leader i feel like I, you would learn so much from him yeah oh bad dad um i think his name's breaker uh the character that danny trejo plays in the flash because mm. um he keeps trying to murder his daughter's boyfriends so wow okay <laughs> yeah he plays gypsy's dad a cross time dimensional traveling policeman right who tries to kill <laughs> cisco for dating his daughter uh all right bad dad yeah yeah no i i can't think of it so i don't know that's frustrating i know and are you gonna get any sleep tonight or are you just gonna think about that i'm gonna lay awake in bed thinking about all the people with daddy energy (laughs) (laughs) although um uh benedict cumberbatch's sherlock holmes has daddy energy 
And Watson has dad energy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Dad and daddy right there. (laughs) I think that's why there's so many Tumblr accounts dedicated to the two of them together. Yeah. I I understand completely. I think. I I don't know how Tumblr works. (laughs) It's an interesting place. The internet is an interesting place. Every corner is a different kind of interesting. Yep. All right, I think um, I think I think we did it. I think we re-recorded a podcast. We did. I'm proud of us. I am proud of us too. Uh, we'll <laughs> be uh, streaming on Twitch all week. Yeah. Under um, our various handles. Yeah. I'm um, at Nerdy Nightly. You're yeah. You're Nerdy Nightly. I'll be streaming tomorrow at Clara Stracaris. And uh, yeah, we'll post uh, on the Nerdy Nightly Instagram. We'll put up a schedule for that so that you guys can find that. Yep. And um, new baking video comes out this week. New f- baking video on Friday. It yeah. is going to be something. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It has daddy energy. Does it? No, it no. really does not. No. It has like um, messed up sibling energy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. That's our tease. All right. I'm David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>